guys. It's Joe and Laura. Hi. This is the Unheard Story Podcast. We thought it'd be really good to spend some time talking about why we want to do this podcast and our vision behind it. We also wanted to let you guys know a little bit about us and then why a podcast about Jesus One Project, just why we love it, what it is, how you can find out more about it. So we thought it'd be good to do that before we get into all the awesome interviews we have for you on season one. So Laura, first, a little bit about us. Yeah, we are Joe and Laura Melema. We live in Orange County, California. We have four boys, twins that are 11, an eight-year-old, and a six-year-old. And I'm currently just finished homeschooling them for the fourth year. So we're about to start our fifth year homeschool. And I am a lawyer who practices patent litigation and other types of litigation in Orange County, California, but I oversee and try cases all throughout the United States. So I'm from Orange County, and Joe is from Minnesota, and we actually met in college and got married right after college. And Laura and I both started at Biola University, and then we both transferred through different circumstances to USC, where we both graduated. Yeah, and we have lived several places over LA and then Orange County, and I think we hold the record for moving the most times within... I don't know. What is it? 11 times in 12 years. Something close to that. Something like that. Pretty crazy. So we know how to move. Yes. So when we got married, not too long after that, we went to a Jesus film event with for young couples. It was in Keystone. What year Colorado. was that? I think it was maybe 2004. 2004 sounds right. Yeah. And so we loved it then, but we were just starting out our lives. And so we weren't sure how involved we could be. But then we went to a few more briefings, fell in love with it even more, and came back with our kids several years later, started coming consistently to some Jesus Film events. And then later, we even decided to join the board and get really involved. Yeah, we joined the Director's Development Board, which is comprised of a bunch of different couples that really have a heart for Jesus, have a heart for the Jesus Film ministry, and come alongside the staff and the leadership and provide insight and guidance where needed. And before we started our time on the board, we actually enjoyed putting on several fundraising events for Jesus Film at museums and um, at our church and concerts, and it's been really fun. And so we knew we wanted to keep getting involved in their work. One of Lara's favorite things to do is put on events. And actually, that's one of the first memories I have of her is (laughs) putting on events at USC. She was she actually put on an event for Campers Crusade for Christ at the time with Dallas Willard, the head of the Muslim organization and the head of the Jewish organization on campus. And the topic was, who is Jesus? And yeah, I actually had gone to a Jesus Home event that Joe and I went to that I talked about earlier as a college kid and came back and said, well, what about the college campuses? What about people here? And so we did, I, Campus Crusade backed me up and sponsored me to do this Jesus Week. And we did this a live discussion panel with Dallas Willard. And then we showed the Jesus film on campus that week and Joe came to that. <laughs> yes. So, so at, at one briefing in particular, we had this sort of brainchild and we were thinking to ourselves, man, there are so many amazing stories that we hear at these briefings. And just to back up a bit, a briefing is simply a three to four day weekend meeting that the Jesus film puts on for donors that have a heart for the Jesus film, might be giving to the Jesus film, or might be interested. 
be giving the Jesus film. And the purpose is to just expose ministry partners to all the amazing things happening around the world and give an update on how God is using the Jesus film around the world to spread the gospel. And one at, at one particular briefing, we had this idea of, man, I wish everybody could hear these stories. We just loved go, going to these briefings. They were life-changing. They changed our spiritual life. They developed it. But we also wanted all of our friends would come back. And if we had just been to a briefing, they knew we were going to tell them all the awesome stories we have just heard. And we wanted these, we wanted everyone to hear these stories. So we, one day, one night at a briefing, I was like, we have got to do a podcast. What? We got to do this. This would be so great. And so we started talking to people on staff and lo and behold, here we are. They gave us the go ahead to do this. And so we've been able to interview some of the stories we've heard and some we're just hearing now for the first time on this podcast. And we are so excited to bring them to you and to keep doing these. There's a few short podcasts of just some great five-minute stories that have happened, as well as great interviews of people's testimony and what the work they're doing, wherever they are. Our philosophy in this podcast is really to get out of the way and let people tell their stories, and in particular, let the Holy Spirit talk through them. And I think you'll find that the Holy Spirit is alive and well in a lot of these stories. One reoccurring theme that keeps coming up is how these amazing people of faith continue to say yes to the Holy Spirit over time in their life and learn to trust that still small voice in their heart. And um, wow, you're going to hear about some amazing things that happened, some amazing testimonies of how people came to Christ, and then some amazing stories of how God has used them and ultimately, what we want to do is give God the glory through this podcast. And so that's our ultimate goal, is to, to show people around the world these amazing stories from amazing people through our amazing God. We would go to these events, and even amidst all the trials we were having at home and just the world is happening, we would go and be so encouraged because we'd realize, oh, wait, God is up to something. He's doing things all around us. He's moving. People are coming to him. This is actually an awesome time where people are hearing about him and coming to him, and that it didn't feel that way when we were just sitting in our homes with all our own troubles. So it was we just thought, well, gosh, we want everyone to feel this encouraged, how encouraged we feel when we go to these events and hear these stories. And I just think through these briefings, through this whole process, it's just shown us how important the gospel is and how important evangelism is. And I think sometimes in the Western church, we, we get caught up with different things. And it's so refreshing to be able to... Um, to hear these stories of faith, but to also hear how passionate these people are um, for the gospel and spreading it to the farthest reaches of the earth. You're going to hear amazing stories about unreached, unengaged people groups and how the, the Jesus film leadership in particular is so devoted to the least, the last, and the lost. And that kind of idea captured our hearts and really it's become our passion to be involved as much as we can in evangelism, in the gospel. And while we're not on the, I'll say the front lines of, you know, these ministries in these different countries, it's so encouraging to hear and play a small part and then bring these stories to you. 
And now we want to take some time in this podcast just to tell you what the Jesus film is and why we love this ministry. A lot of people, if we ask them, do you know what the Jesus film is? They're like, oh yeah, is that some old movie back in the day? I think I saw that or I think I've heard of it. So the Jesus film was actually made in 1979 and it was, it's based on the book of Luke in the Bible and it was made in English. And then right away it was translated into several other languages. And people really realized that when people heard and watched Jesus film in their language, it really moved them and that it was so effective when it was made in their heart language. And a heart language is the language you learn on your mother's knee. And when people heard that in their language, they were like, okay, this God that I pray to, he understands me. He knows what I'm saying. He knows my language. And that was so impactful and has been so impactful to so many countries and people of, you know, all backgrounds and languages that they, when they saw it in their own language, it meant so much more than if they had to see it and have a hear it through an interpreter or had to learn a language. I mean, could you imagine having to learn a language to hear about Jesus and taking that barrier away? You don't have to learn a new language. You get to hear about Jesus in your language and see a film. Many people have never seen a film that this is shown to. This is their first film. It was very impactful. And it just spread from there. The Jesus Film Project has made thousands of translations of the Jesus Film into all different types of languages all throughout the globe. And it continues to be, I would say, the single most tool by God around the world for evangelism. And it's really like the tip of the spear. If you talk to people, and, and you'll hear during some of these podcasts, you'll hear people tell you that, that the first thing that they want to do when they go into a new area is to use the Jesus film because they know that it works. And there's nothing special about the Jesus film in particular. It's that God, through the Holy Spirit, is using it to touch people's hearts and minds and expose them to a God that loves them. In many parts of the world, the concept of love is a very different thing, and they live in bondage, these people. And so to hear good news that God, there's a God there that loves you, that became a man, that died for your sins, and can give you eternal life if you trusted him, that's good news to a lot of people who have never heard good news in their life. So the Jesus film isn't just the Jesus film. And I think that's probably the biggest um, surprise to people when they hear about the Jesus film project. You can actually, they have an app. And if you download it, you can see all their other material. They have so many other films on discipleship and different cultures. And they also have short films. And they even have little films that just bring up questions like, is there a God or is humanity important? And there's different, there's a children's version of Jesus film. There's a woman's version called Magdalena. And we have a podcast that talks more about that. If you listen to Mari and Billy Erasmus, he actually had that idea to do a woman's version that's been incredibly impactful in cultures where women are not looked at as equal. So yeah, people don't realize, and it's such an exciting realization when they do, that there are so many other resources on this app. And, And Jesus Film is all about fulfilling the Great Commission. And I think that's one of Joe and I's biggest love is that they want to reach all almost 8 billion people out there. And there are around 7,000 languages. They already have over 1,800 of them done. 
they want to translate this film into every language and they want every single person, every tribe, every nation, every touchscreen. Because so many people have phones. I think people have, more people have phones than toothbrushes now. They want every single person to hear, have the chance to hear about Jesus, but in their own language where it means the most. And I think that's uh, so important that the Jesus Film Project has always been an innovative ministry. And so what they're doing now, especially during these times of COVID and the pandemic and people not able to travel overseas, is they've really ramped up a lot of online ministry. And they've been doing this for years and they have a, a huge online presence. There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views of the Jesus Film and the different media that the Jesus Film makes available on their app all the time through YouTube, through their app, through different avenues. We get asked a lot what we love about Jesus Film, and I love it because I know what Joe's going to say. Partnerships. Yeah, partnerships. The Jesus Film partners with at least 1,700 other organizations around the globe. Uh, For example, YWAM, Integritas, Elijah 21, and like I said, hundreds and hundreds of others. Um, What I love is that they don't have any barriers or boundaries. As long as an organization is preaching the gospel, they're in. And so they're involved with different denominations like the Anglican Church. And they're also involved with, I would say, boots on the ground organizations in the country that are made up of people from that country. And so it's, it's really great to be able to provide a tool to a grassroots ministry. Like, for example, when Laura and I were in the Yucatan Peninsula a year or two ago, and we partnered with a ministry partner there, Message for Minds. Message for Minds. We actually got Message to for Minds. Our two older kids. Yeah, which was a wonderful experience, but it showed us firsthand just how powerful these partnerships are. And what you mean by partnerships also is they get all the material for free. And that's really why Jesus Film raises funds so that they can make their tools available to anyone that wants to tell people about Jesus. And I love how it does, as Joe mentioned, they work with all different denominations, and I love how it crosses over into just people that love Jesus and want to tell others about him. One of the big things is that, uh, as Lara mentioned, the Jesus Home Project is devoted to reaching the ends of the earth for the gospel. And so you'll hear a lot about unengaged, unreached people groups in this podcast and from Jesus Film staff and leadership. And what they mean by that is there are hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people around the globe that have never even had access to the gospel. And what I mean by that is they actually haven't had a chance to hear the name Jesus or that there's a God that loves them. Yeah, there's actually 2 billion people that haven't even heard of the name Jesus. There's around 7.5 billion on earth and 5 billion that have heard and 2 probably over two now, that I've never heard of Jesus' name, two billion. And also one thing that we really have focused on the last few years is realizing that this is also great for people with oral languages that don't actually even have a written language. So even if we wanted to give them the Bible in their language, we couldn't. So the Jesus film crosses another barrier into what they can tell them about Jesus through film because it's in their language. It's an oral tradition, and they're able to record their language into these films. And that way, they get to hear the whole gospel instead of 
I don't know what they would do. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also in the, um, the deaf languages, I, I didn't realize that there were a number of different sign languages around the globe. Yeah. And in the Jesus film is making a big effort to get the Jesus film translated into all these sign languages. Yeah. And I think really one last point is so important. Uh, it's, it's one thing for somebody to talk to you about the gospel, and, and that's important. But it's another thing for somebody to hear and see and experience the gospel firsthand. And there's nothing like hearing Jesus say in your language that he loves you and that he cares about you and that he wants you to trust in him. And I just think that can't be understated how important that is. So just a couple statistics on how far-reaching and how impactful the Jesus film is. Right now, there's 1,838 language versions of the Jesus film. Since 1979, when Laura mentioned that the Jesus film was made, Jesus film has been viewed by more than 8.1 billion people around the world. And just last year in 2019, on average, there were 47,861 views per day of Jesus Film media across all platforms, including the Jesus Film app and YouTube. And in 40 years, this is the most significant stat, and over the past 40 years, more than 572 million people have indicated that they want to follow Jesus after viewing the film. And... In 2019 as well, the Jesus Film app was downloaded 61,939 times. And so that's somebody that's saying, I want to view the Jesus Film. I want to know what this is about. So one question I get a lot after people hear about the Jesus Film is what do they do next? Is there discipleship? Is there follow-up? And that is so important to the Jesus Film. And people don't realize that. But they actually won't even go in and have people show the film unless there's a whole follow-up program where they start a church and they have discipleship in the area to help start a church and train the pastors. So it's a really big part, actually, of their ministry and even requirements to have people show the film. Yeah, the Jesus Film leadership has put it this way. that The Great Commission isn't just simply exposing people to the gospel. It's making disciples of all nations. And so... They treat that very seriously. Through their app, especially, they're making huge efforts during the COVID pandemic that they have available as follow-up tools after the film is shown or after even a portion of the film is shown. And so a person that views something on the app will get a series of questions afterwards that try to guide them towards whether or not they want to make a decision for Christ and whether they want to get involved in a group or if they are still interested, somebody can contact them. So there's a there's a real effort not to just expose people to the gospel, but to actually try to make disciples in all nations. Yeah, and one thing about those stats is that's one view per device. And a lot of times you have 10 people huddled around an iPad. There recently we've heard stories of people watching them in caves and hiding. And they're watching the iPad with several other people and churches are starting. Or it's one view of a film that's being projected on a wall and hundreds of people are watching it. So those views don't even indicate how many people are actually seeing this. So it's pretty crazy how large the numbers are, how impactful this is, how far-reaching it is. And as you can tell, Joe and I are really excited about it. We devote a lot of our time to it. We wanted to bring you these stories so that you could also just see 
what God's doing and how he's using this tool, but really most importantly, as Joe said, just how he is moving across the world. So I hope you can see that we've got so much passion for this, but it's really God working through the Holy Spirit, through this tool in a way that's unprecedented. I think I've heard it said that there's been much effort by missionaries in different organizations over decades in different countries planting seeds. And now for some reason, God is using the Jesus film as a tool to reap the harvest. And so we're so excited to be part of that. And we really hope you enjoy these stories as much as we do.